Good morning. It is Tuesday, November 30th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. I'm looking at the calendar, and I realize that today is the last day of November. Tomorrow starts December, and I don't know where the last couple months have gone. It has just flown by. It seems like just last week we were in the book of James, and I just went back and looked and realized that we finished James on the 5th of August. That was a long time ago. And here we are, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven books of the Bible later in the book of Zechariah. Working through chapter 12, almost done with the rest of this book before we move on to Malachi for the end of Advent. What an end of the year it has been. So let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray and then we'll dive right into it. This is Zechariah chapter 12, verses 2 through 9. Behold, I'm about to make Jerusalem a cup of staggering to all the surrounding peoples. The siege of Jerusalem will also be against Judah. On that day, I will make Jerusalem a heavy stone for all the peoples. All who lift it will surely hurt themselves, and all the nations of the earth will gather against it. On that day, declares the Lord, I will strike every horse with panic and its rider with madness. But for the sake of the house of Judah, I will keep my eyes open. When I strike every horse of the peoples with blindness, then the clans of Judah shall say to themselves, The inhabitants of Jerusalem have strength through the Lord of hosts, their God. On that day, I will make the clans of Judah like a blazing pot in the midst of wood, like a flaming torch among sheaves. And they shall devour to the right and to the left all the surrounding peoples, while Jerusalem shall again be inhabited in its place, in Jerusalem. And the Lord will give salvation to the tents of Judah first, that the glory of the house of David and the glory of the inhabitants of Jerusalem may not surpass that of Judah. On that day the Lord will protect the inhabitants of Jerusalem so that the feeblest among them on that day shall be like David, and the house of David shall be like God, like the angel of the Lord going before them. And on that day, I will seek to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. Let's pray together. God in heaven, as we begin this Tuesday and really jump into the second oracle now in chapter 12, Lord, won't you give us eyes to see what's going on here? Help us, Lord. We pray these things in your son's name. Amen. My friends, after I read this oracle to you, this first part of chapter 12, you probably have the burning question that these guys probably had. It says, on that day, on that day, on that day, on that day, all these things are going to happen. You're probably asking yourself, what day are you talking about? In this second oracle, chapters 12, 13, and 14, that phrase, on that day, is used 16 times. This first oracle, the one we just finished, talked about the first coming of the Messiah. This is the one that we all know and look back on with eagerness. This is the one that we all look back on when Jesus came, was born, died, and was resurrected and ascended into heaven. This second oracle is talking about the second coming of the Messiah the one that we are all still looking forward to. And in our passage, here at the beginning of chapter 12, this is the go-to passage when we talk about the day of Armageddon, 
the day that all the armies of the world will come and rise up against Jerusalem, against Israel. And as we see in our passage, the Lord won't just protect them, but he will make them be like the glory of the house of David, the glory that will surpass all other nation on earth, a glory that will make others say, the inhabitants of Jerusalem have the strength of the Lord of hosts, their God. My friends, what do we do with a passage like this if we're trying to read it devotionally? This is a passage about the second coming of Christ. In a battle in a faraway land, in a potentially way future date that none of us will ever see. What are we supposed to do with a passage like this? Let me suggest at least one way. My friends, we've talked about this on the podcast before, that Jesus came once. He came as a baby. He came and lived as a man. He showed us the way. He died for our sins. He was resurrected. He justified us. And by our faith, we are justified. But it's only through that faith in Jesus that we can stand before a holy God. The second time Jesus comes, he won't come that way again, but instead he'll come, as we see here in this passage, in judgment, with destruction on the left and on the right. Every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. As Christians, we look forward to this day when the Lord will reign with no enemies in sight. For those who have no faith in this Jesus as a Lord, this is the judgment that will come in the second coming. My friends, in some ways, this is like a second advent. The folks who were looking forward to the birth of Jesus, they looked with longing on the coming of the Messiah. They got little hints in the prophets, in passages even like we've seen here in the book of Zechariah. There's this great phrase, what we've seen in part, one day we will see in full. And it's the same way for us. My friends, what we've seen in part, one day we will see in full. Though there is temporary relief from suffering, though we can find relief from Christ in our crying eyes, we see only in part, one day in full, there will be no more suffering and no more tears. When Christ comes again. My friends, as we go today, won't we meditate on the coming judgment of Christ? When he comes a second time, this second oracle is going to force us to think about these things and how they're relevant to our lives today. This part of scripture is as relevant as the first oracle. Both comings of the Messiah matter to Zechariah and the audience that this prophecy was written to. Won't we take notice? Let's close in prayer. Heavenly Father, we're so used to meditating on the first oracle, seeing the work that Jesus has already done for us, seeing what he accomplished, what he came to do is done. But Lord, it is a lot harder for us to sit and meditate and think about the application to our lives that you will come once again in judgment, finally, and the work will be completely done. Lord, what we've seen in part will one day be seen in full. Our faith will be made sight. So God, won't you help us by your Spirit to meditate on this, not just today, but the rest of the week and as long as it takes to get through this second oracle. Show us during this Advent season how meditating on your second coming 
makes your first coming all the more glorious. God, as we close this book of Zechariah, now on the final pages, give us a deeper understanding of who you are, who you are as our Savior and who you are as the reigning King, and your plan for the final days of this earth, of this creation. Lord, this is the great hope that we look forward to one day. So God, won't you help us to see it? We pray these things in your Son's name. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.